Welcome to Rooted and Reaching, a startup podcast about entrepreneurs and founders in the South Bend Elkhart region. I'm Bethany Hartley with Startup South Bend Elkhart. And I'm Nick Kuhn with Elevate Ventures. Today's episode has Jared Bell with Michael Mushrooms. He shares a little bit about his journey on his farm to bring specialty mushrooms to the market. Enjoy. All right. Here with Jared Bell. Jared, thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. I'm uh, glad to be here. This is great. So uh, we're just getting going on this podcast. So you're one of our first interviewees. How does it feel? Uh, it feels pretty good. I feel uh, honored to be here. Exciting is my first podcast. So very cool. Well, let's start at a at a really high level. Uh, this is a podcast about and for entrepreneurs and founders and startups. So Myco Mushrooms is your company. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we're a mushroom farm based out of uh, Elkhart. And uh, we started, my wife and I started our business uh, right out of our garage uh, a few years ago at the tail end of 2019, right before the pandemic hit. It was about 2020, January uh, 2020, when uh, we got our first crops and, you know, we just went to local restaurants and started bringing our mushrooms to chefs and, you know, just kind of blew up from there. So mushrooms are kind of a trending topic. How did you explore this space and say, yeah, I, that's something I'm interested in pursuing? It was one of those late nights. It was dark. I was, I was hanging out in the basement. And uh, at that time, it was, uh, it was the winter. And I was laid off of, off of my job with Cure Concrete. And I just came across this article. And, and it was about a, a young boy who started a, a science project on specialty mushrooms. And it just really intrigued me. And I just kind of went down this, this deep, dark rabbit hole of, of mushrooms and uh, just kind of started experimenting with things myself. Sure. They, they have a bit of a stigma around that mushrooms. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but there's a lot more to learn about this crop, which is a, a fascinating. Could you geek out a little bit on what is interesting to you about mushrooms? The thing about mushrooms is uh, like like one thing I always tell somebody because I, I get a lot of people uh, that send me pictures of, of mushrooms they find in their yards asking if, you know, if they can eat them or cook them. And something I jokingly always tell people is you can eat any mushroom at least once. But uh, the, the thing about the specialty mushrooms is um, just just all the different uh, uses uh, that they have. I mean, the the nutritional value that that comes with some of these mushrooms, I mean. They all have their different tastes, their different textures, their, you know, different smells. And, and it's like, you know, you take a, uh, a, a king trumpet mushroom or a blue oyster or a lion's mane mushroom and comparing these mushrooms is kind of like comparing an apple to uh, a head of lettuce, mm. you know, just, just the difference in them. I mean, and, and just the taste, the, 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 the taste of them, I mean, just eating them isn't the only use that they have. You know, I, I fell down this rabbit hole of finding all these different applications people were, you know, using specialty mushrooms for from anything like Michael Remedation, uh, where, you know, they're finding um, these mushrooms growing out in Chernobyl that are actually eating the radioactive, oh, wow. the, the radiation and uh, out of the ground and out of the earth. Oh. You have people making uh, packaging out of mushrooms mm -hmm. uh, based solely off of specialty mushrooms and the mycelium that they grow. Um, you have people you know, doing a lot of really awesome stuff with specialty mushrooms, not just eating them and cooking yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the normal paradigm for the average consumer is going to be that 
that small place in the supermarket with the white mushrooms. Which one are that? What are those? Those would be uh, just white button mushrooms. White button mushrooms, perfect. Yeah. And that and and Super Mario Brothers. I think that's your average consumer is this affiliation <laughs> with the space. But those you, you told me before, those are more commodity based mushrooms. Those yes. are kind of the average run of the mill, and those are produced in a different way than your what your approach is. How how are commodity mushrooms grown and, and get to market? So commodity mushrooms, your white and brown mushrooms like uh, portobello or cremini, which a lot of people know those now as uh, baby portobellas. Those are grown on beds of mulch and manure. And they're grown, um, about 60% of them are grown in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. It started back in the early 1900s with uh, Italian immigrants. And uh, they just, you know, found a way to grow these uh, commodity mushrooms. And, you know, the, it's history, you know, since then. Yeah. So they're, a lot of them are grown in a centralized place and then they need to be transported across country. Correct. In fact, they're opening a, uh, one of those uh, legacy farms in Kennett Square. They're opening a distribution center in Indianapolis uh, mm-hmm. at the end of this year where all the mushrooms grown in Kennett Square, they get distributed to, to their different centers. And then from there, they get taken out and delivered to you know parts of our country and even overseas to other countries. Interesting. So then your micro... Mushrooms is uh, dedicated to specialty mushrooms. So could you differentiate, well, you talked about the white button mushroom, the brown mushrooms. How many, I know there's a lot of varieties out there, but how many um, specialty mushrooms are you looking at bringing to market? Maybe what, what type of varieties and maybe you could highlight a few. So uh, we're looking at growing about 10 to 12 different varieties of specialty mushrooms. Now, the cool thing about mushrooms, there's, there's actually two to three times more varieties of mushrooms on this planet than there are actually plants. But we're focusing on 10 to 12. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we can do thousands. <laughs> but um, the, the, the biggest difference, I would say, is definitely uh, the nutritional value. All these specialty mushrooms, they have their own key differences. They have their own uh, unique qualities, like lion's mane mushrooms, for example. Um, a lot of people will call them pom-pom or, or bear-tooth mushrooms. For, that's for all the mushroom hunters out there. You know, you can go out and find these in the woods and, you know, find them on trees uh, during certain times of the year. But these mushrooms, you know, you have case studies that are showing that they can actually help. You can, they, they can actually help grow and repair the neural network in the brain and in wow. the mind. Wow. So uh, there's a Japanese scientist who did a uh, large study on that showing that these lion's mane mushrooms can help with dementia and mm. and issues with memory and mm. you know not just that but they fall down to also gut health and high blood pressure so they definitely have a huge nutritional impact on on just your the hype is real yeah it really is right on yeah let's uh switch uh, a little bit the direction of this i want to hear more about the business model that you're approaching so you went forward with a farm i'm going to grow sell and and distribute the mushrooms yep. especially mushrooms how, how are you doing that? Is this in your in your basement that you mentioned? Is this in your garage? How how where, where are you at today in your business? Uh, so my wife and I we moved from the garage in our basement, um, and we bought a building in Elkhart. It's just a it was just a big manufacturing warehouse that we just outfitted with with every room that we needed to do a mushroom farm. So we have a lab in there. We have warehouse space for filling the bags. We have incubation space to incubate our grow bags and we have a fruiting room so it's a climate controlled room that we can 
put the, put the mushrooms in to give them the perfect climate to fruit and give us the mushrooms that we eat. So it's a small building. It's, it's, you know, it's nothing, uh, you don't need acres of land to grow mm. a ton of mushrooms, you know, like you would need for corn or soy or, mm. you know, other conventional agricultural crops. And, um, so this, so it's essentially a vertical farm and in a small, you know, 3,800 square foot area, we can grow up to 5,000 pounds a week, uh, okay. worth of mushrooms. Got it. And, uh, you're doing that currently and where, where are you selling? Uh, so we were selling them, uh, we're selling them to buyers in Chicago, local restaurants, uh, local wholesale distributors. We haven't hit the retail market with selling to grocery stores yet, but, um, you know, we, we planned on doing this over time and to get to that point, you know, we had to do a lot of, um, we had to get through a lot of red tape, like getting food safety certification and everything, which we did. And. You know, we wrote a food safety plan. We had the USDA come out. Mm -hmm. We had the local health department come out. So that way we could have these certifications in place so we could sell them to whoever wants them. Interesting. And would you consider the model being successful? Yes, very successful. There is a high demand for specialty mushrooms. There really is. Uh, that's the, the biggest problem with uh, mushroom farms is that selling the mushrooms it's meeting the demand to to supply the mushrooms and in a way that's how you and i met first yes so you reached out uh um you found elevate ventures and called or emailed and, and started a chat you one uh, the I mean, this has all been fascinating one of the things that stood out to me and still does is your appetite to learn about creating a business have you had any formal education in business management or administration no, not at all. How did you learn to do this? Uh, Google, YouTube, you know, those are, uh, those have definitely been some of my greatest resources for, for learning, uh, how to run a business for learning how to, I mean, and not just running business, but growing the mushrooms as well. And, and the, the, the requirements that are needed for, for everything from, you know, the process of, uh, getting my food safety certification to getting an LLC put in place to taxes i mean everything google and youtube it, it, great resources a lot of people talk about starting a business and they have ideas you made a business and and you figured out how to do it what aspects of who you are your personality allowed you to make that leap you know since i was a a young child um i mean going back to first grade i was out there shoveling snow raking leaves anything to to, to make a buck you know, apart from just going to school, I mean, I always had this entrepreneurial spirit about myself, mm -hmm. even going back to, you know, when I would work full-time jobs, I always had something on the side. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to work for myself. I always wanted to, to create something new. And that's exactly what we did with our mushroom farm. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you're in Elkhart, you're looking to expand, you reached out for assistance with some fundraising, potentially your connections. And we're on the path to doing that, or you're on the path to doing that, I should say. What what sort of resources have, have benefited you from being in the north central region of India? Uh, you know, there's a lot of great opportunities out here. Um, there's a lot of um, angel investors and 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 venture capitalists uh, and different funds and foundations that are out here to help small businesses get on track to grow their business and to grow their company. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier to be where we are with our business other than 
the state I grew up in. Right on. And you know, uh, family is important to you. You've mentioned yes. this several times. You have a big family. Yes. Uh, how many brothers and sisters? I have 10 brothers, 10 brothers and, and sisters. sisters. We're all born and raised in South Bend. <laughs> <laughs> and you just welcome baby number three. Yes, I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So why not start a, a company in the midst of all that, right? Young yeah. family. Yeah, it just makes sense. That, but you seem like the type that has energy for days and you're passionate about what you do. So love hearing about what you're bringing to market. What resources are we missing or lacking? That, that could be of assistance to you. You know, I would definitely say uh, there should be some more community outreach, especially youth programs for, for younger people. So that way they can know at a younger age and possibly get started earlier than I did in life mm-hmm. towards something more than what they are born into or, or what their viewpoint is on, on what they're destined for. You know, I grew up... Uh, my family was not a farming family. We, you know, my mom, she's a, a she's a, she's a German immigrant and um, she moved here when she was pregnant with me. And, you know, everybody I saw in life, you know, they worked at factories or they drove trucks or they worked in retail, you know, and um, they never really thought they had much of a chance. But, you know, I'm here to tell people that there is a chance and there are opportunities out there for you. That's awesome. Jared, this has been great. I know this is a pretty succinct fact. There's so much more I'd like to explore, and I'm looking forward to continuing to working with you on this on this venture. But you've put your mind, body, and effort into this mushroom farm, and which is going to, I know, grow to be more than just that. Uh, we were chatting about that a little bit before the podcast about what your future growth goals are. Ideally, we're going to have you back in about a year or so, and we're going to check in with your progress, and, and uh, you're going to be a huge success story for the region. Thanks for showing up today. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here. Oh yeah, taking some time and look forward to continuing to work with you. And until next time. All right, thank you. Take care. Thank you too.